And hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet and Matt we are we are ready to eat well business has just picked up because this might be the biggest well no it absolutely is the biggest comic book news day of all time and that is because it's a couple days after San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, business is booming this week. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I had to vaguely remember, I had to go back and listen to our show from uh, last year, and it wasn't nearly as good. In fact, last year we were a little doom and gloom because not everybody showed up last year. This year everybody showed up. I, I was I was just thinking that just before the show started, I was like, this has got to be like one of the biggest Comic-Cons. Like, like I think since last time Marvel Studios announced their slate because that was when like everyone was there. Yeah, in 2018, you and I were like doom and gloom and it being like, oh, I guess it'll never be as big as that again, huh? Because Marvel has D23 now, so they don't have to show up if they don't want to. But this year, they showed up and they showed up big. And we're going to get to all of that, but we're going to get to that. I, I've tried to put the news together in like backwards order. So like you, <laughs> like you, you get the news the way it was revealed to us over the week. So we're actually going to take it day by day. Yeah, yeah. But before we do that, how was your week, Matt? It's pretty good. I spent mostly getting ready for Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You're, <laughs> that's absolutely what it is, and I feel like uh, some people were working way harder. I I think this year for Comic Con, and I might have mentioned this last week, but I know more people who went this year than I think ever. Really? Yes, and it's like here's the thing: there there are people who are right with me in complaining about Comic Con, being like, "Man, I'll never go. It's too crowded. You never see anything. It's all on the internet." The next day, and then I'm like, "Why did you change? Why did you change your <laughs> minds?" To which I find out later they were actually invited by some of the companies, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess the Cape Joel Fortress of Solitude comic <laughs> multiverse invitation got lost in the mail, huh?" <laughs> Maybe well, it's because I didn't have for the longest time until recently uh, a work email address on my YouTube. I only recently just put that, and I've only recently just been getting promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. It's important to do, everyone. That's a good YouTube fact right there. Also, hey, bi- big corporations, how do you know the comic multiverse isn't ready to sell out if you don't give <laughs> us the chance? Yeah, well, you know, we say we won't, but, you know, you offer us something like coming into Comic-Con, we'll... we'll We'll shill hard. Oh, man. We'll, we will find new levels of shilling. I will get a tattoo of your logo on my chest. I will get one across my forehead. That's how, oh. that's how dedicated I am to that For mobile real. game that wants me to pimp out their stuff. Oh, yeah. So many of those. And you know why they didn't do it, Matt? It's not because, you know, we don't have, like, a good, uh, what is it, fan base and we don't reach a lot of listeners and everything. It's because we're Australian and Canadian, and it costs more <laughs> to fly us out there. They could fly yeah. out two other American influencers for the price to fly just one of us out. That's the price we pay. It's the price we pay for living in the land of the snow dollar and the Australian dollary do. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, you know, makes me think for a second, like, should I move to a major metropolitan city? Should I move to America? And I'm like, no, not now. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, everyone, we do have news to talk about, and I guess we'll start with uh, one of the earlier pieces of news, something that kind of got drowned out in the larger uh, big multimedia movie news, as is so often the case, I feel, at Comic-Con. The actual lifeblood, the comic books actually end up getting buried by the time it's all said and done. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, Marvel Comics issue number 1000 is quickly approaching their big, like, 85-year anniversary issue. And it was announced that uh, Miracle Man is actually going to be having a story in this book, which I'm sure people are wondering, why is that big? Yeah, that, 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 that's pretty big. It's pretty big. It is, because Marvel won the uh, acquisition of Miracle Man in a very complicated, legal, suey, snafui, Neil Gaiman, Todd McFarlane thing, and they've basically been sitting on this character and not doing anything with him. Yeah, yeah, he he, he was around for like, I think he was in some DC stuff in the most recent years, um, in terms of like, I think Multiversity, I think, like, like his concepts was there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weird stuff. Miracle Man is a very strange, twisty web, and you know there's the fact is Alan Moore did a really great deconstruction of the character in British comics back in the Mm -hmm. day, which inspired so much, inspired Kingdom Come and Injustice and so many other things, and you know kicked off the great British invasion of comics if you want to look at it that way. And the fact that Marvel has had the rights and has done nothing with this character has been kind of amazing. It has been, yeah. This is it's such a weird character that could potentially be like, like one of their like next big hit if if handled oh, yeah. correctly. And yeah, maybe this might change. Maybe this is like them, like testing the waters with him, like putting him in this. It's like, yeah, do you like this? Do you like this character? You yeah. want to see more? You know what the fear might be because he's a legal nightmare for who owns what and who owns so much of what. Maybe they were worried about that where it's like, well, okay, maybe we just shouldn't put this character out until we know we own everything. Yeah, maybe. And also, too, the fact Miracle Man has a lot of similarities to Captain Marvel and Shazam because it's this weird circular incestuous history that all these characters have had and they're like look we're trying to launch carol right now into a thing maybe don't confuse people by saying oh yeah we also own miracle man and here he is <laughs> yeah it's possible that that's the thing maybe after or well captain marvel like carol is pretty popular as it is now so maybe like again this is the right time to introduce him it's like this character is kind of like that but not yeah, again, pay no attention to the fact that they have the same color scheme on their costume <laughs> and they're both blondes. Yeah, oh, he'll probably get a new costume. Probably. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting from a historical comic uh, standpoint. And if you see this character, Miracle Man, in issue number 1000, and you're like, who the fuck is Miracle Man? I never heard of this Miracle guy. That's why. Yeah. That yeah, is very why. Intrigued. I'm very intrigued by that issue 1000. It seems rather interesting where each page is a different artist and writer and yeah. like how how are they going to construct a story around that like a a through line yeah either it's going to be a beautiful piece of pop art or it's going to be a fucking nightmare who knows yeah which is really strange as well because they got they're getting like star wars involved in it as well yeah like like all, like all their stuff so i'm like what the hell is going on in this book you want to talk about another potentially billion dollar but also probably potentially uh artistically bankrupt idea how have we not had marvel versus the star wars universe yet oh it's coming and i know um uh, a while back oh wait no he did he did that for dc i know alex ross did like art that for for, for a thing he pitched marvel mm. or it was like dc versus star wars and stuff so i'd be very intrigued to see like why they haven't done that yet or maybe that's like a thing it's like okay this is the break glass when company going bankrupt or something 
this is like crossover the ultimate universe with the 616 universe when we're officially out of ideas yeah break (laughs) this glass when the office is on fire and people are (laughs) shredding the documents this is what we bring out how do we get everyone back how do we do it star wars marvel crossover that's how <laughs> oh shit speaking of which i didn't write this down because i didn't write down a lot of the star wars stuff but we're getting a <clears throat> kylo ren and the knights of ren mini series from charles soul that's actually going to be coming out before rise of the skywalker and it's going to actually basically tell us all the history that i'm assuming the movie won't be able to touch all on yeah yeah he's been hinting at this for like months and this is something he's he's wanted to do for a long time and more power to him he his vader series is probably one of the best Mm. since marvel got the brand back uh he he knows these characters really well he writes like like vader and palpatine and all those evil characters really well so i'm very intrigued to see what he's going to do with that i mean you ask yourself how come charles soul hasn't been writing any new superhero comics in a bit he was all (laughs) over the place with daredevil and swamp thing and inhumans because he's been busy with star wars yeah he's like the go-to guy with star wars he's also got like a really cool uh project with scott snyder coming out a comic uh with scott snyder coming out is that the one about uh, what if america got stuck behind a wall and what it would become something like that yeah i know snyder was all talked about that it's his big new like creator own thing which sounds great and very topical and very timely oh yeah what what if america was cut off from the rest of the world behind a wall what a what an interesting piece of science fiction that would be <laughs> i like to think it started off as science fiction and then they're like oh no someone oh. stole the script and gave it to trump oh crap <laughs> <laughs> no 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 he just he just read the first couple pages no no no, trust me it goes bad at the oh well it's done now (laughs) uh but uh more from marvel in the realm of comics marvel announces a new spider-verse title with artists from the movie no less yeah this looks really cool and it's not a continuation of the movie spider-verse no it's just set in the spider-verse with similar characters it doesn't have all the characters that were in the movie and it's got like new ones like spider-man and ones we saw recently in spider-geddon hey did you like the spider-verse movie probably you liked it more than the actual two events called spider-verse so let us give you more spider-verse in the vein of the thing you liked and not those two other things you just kind of put up with yeah and since it's by the artist from the movie it's gonna look amazing yeah, in fact, I hope they do a cool thing where, yeah, I hope every page reflects the character and I hope we get some really interesting art shifts. Yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely check this one out. Miles is leading the charge on this one as he should be because, you know, it's his it's his property now. Yeah. Which, you know, talk about good future proofing for that. I know I wasn't the biggest fan of the other two Spider-Verses, but I'll definitely at least pick up issue one of this. Mm-hmm uh more marvel news they're teasing something with 2099 that apparently they might be bringing back the 2099 stories they might be bringing back uh that imprint or it might just be the name of an event we don't know what it's almost certainly coming back since miguel o'hara was in the most recent amazing spider-man issue yeah what's up with that just out of nowhere hey here's spider-man 2099 everybody (laughs) yeah from the future coming through a time portal or something for no reason at all here he is yeah so yeah that'd be really cool seeing more of that i'd I'd hope that we get to see a bit more outside of the spider people Mm. in that universe like the punisher 2099 oh yeah Uh, it's really weird doom 2099 yeah yeah the same person 
yeah yeah stuff like that i and hopefully may, maybe they they might do something like that because re- they they recently did those those secret warps they did a bunch of annuals for that and mm. i haven't read any of them i've like flipped through the first one and it, it looked pretty cool and i'm thinking maybe they might do something like that where it's all like a series of like annuals one shot sort of things yeah that'd be cool i would like to see them do some new uh 2099s like champions 2099 or miss marvel 2099 what did they become in the crazy far off future that'd be cool yeah because it's like we got the old 2099 stuff and yeah you're definitely gonna revisit miguel o'hara and you're probably gonna revisit the punisher because those are the ones people remember but maybe do some new shit too people forget as well 2099 was a launch pad for some other characters most of them didn't make it but (laughs) but still it would be fun to be like all right here's our new future character and here's a whole future timeline that we're trying to get happening yeah it'd be be even cool as well because you could technically have that as i wouldn't call it a second imprint but like a second series to the actual all the marvel stuff that's happening at the moment since yeah it's set so far in the future it wouldn't affect anything that's happening in those books so you could basically no, kind of do whatever you want absolutely i hope peter david gets involved in this because i know in his last x uh oh god it wasn't x force it wasn't x static it was the corporate <laughs> x-men it was team. one of the x books in one of the last one, one of the billion x books that are happening at the moment one of the billion X, but oh god, this was like five or six reboots ago. He <laughs> was doing an X Men comic I really enjoyed with a corporate X Men team, and the twist that he never got to finish was the guy running the company was actually secretly from the year twenty ninety nine, and he only came to the present because the Maestro had taken over the year twenty ninety nine. Ooh, that's interesting. And Peter David clearly fucking loves the twenty ninety nine concept, so I really hope he's involved in one of these. That that would that would be really cool. Yeah. In fact, hey, is is this secretly a Peter David event? Is this have they just been sitting that? Do they pull that out of the desk and like, oh, this looks fun. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Especially because too over at DC, what are they doing right now? Oh, Bendis's Millennium Legion of Superheroes, Booster Gold, all the heroes from the future. No kidding, huh? <laughs> ain't it ain't it funny when it looks like the companies look at each other's paper? Yeah, yeah, like they the, like they were doing for uh X uh not X Men uh Avengers and Justice League for a minute there yeah i i really hope that someone at marvel again that akira yashida looked over at dc and he was like what bendis is doing a future event well fuck you 2099 is coming back in a big way that's probably why in the most recent uh fantastic four issue the final page was literally uh like all those justice league offer uh tag ons that the most recent issues has like i'm not even joking it was Oh, with the little robot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, except this time, instead of Lex, it was Doom. (laughs) Offering the puppeteer something. That's hilarious. That's way too funny. Uh, We'll we'll talk more about Doom in a minute. Uh, Another thing they teased, uh, is is Marvel going to be doing a new Annihilation book as well? Either a new event or a new something with Annihilation? All answers would point to yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. And we we actually got like a little piece of art, but it wasn't wasn't all that much. It was just... um, what's his, what's his name the nihilus uh, on there so i'm excited more more cosmic events i'm up for that same especially now when it seems like uh donny cates is the uh architect yeah. of this new marvel cosmic renaissance with venom with guardians with silver surfer and everything else so yeah okay sign me up for that yeah i'm down i mean what is it the new guardians team is basically the annihilators anyway so sure why let's do it also 
Donny Cates keeps reminding us about the Inhumans, so sure, let's let's all get together and have another big cosmic fight with Annihilus. Hey, if it means the Inhumans come back, I'm all for it. And you know they will. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Oh, Mary Jane is going to be getting a uh, miniseries. Cool, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I'm down for that. I, 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 I'm probably more down for it now after reading that last Spider-Man issue where she basically got a whole B-plot to herself where she defeated Electro yeah 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 i i actually i actually just just finished reading that issue i i thought that was really cool it was it was a fun one and also too she's getting back into the movies again she wants to be an mm -hmm. actor so this could be like a fun little send-up of hollywood too yeah well she wants to get back into the movies but, but mysterio's writing the script it's me i've I, i've moved from special effects to <laughs> ghost writing but i really want to direct yeah <laughs> is he gonna start groping people next oh, become, oh. become a become a real hollywood executive a real villain <laughs> oh no he's just harvey weinstein coming to my office <laughs> that's gonna be the thing he's gonna remove like the the, the dome the the fishbowl that's gonna be harvey weinstein Ke uh, what's in it kevin spacey or whatnot <laughs> It was me all along. <laughs> I'm a villain. <laughs> now watch me get a camera crew to come to my house on Christmas Eve and we'll film a video where I apparently don't know the difference between reality and the character. <laughs> I'll I be play. I'll be in character so people will know whether it's if it's not funny or serious or whatnot. <laughs> Hollywood's fucking weird. <laughs> people are fucking weird. People are fucking weird. You you go get him, MJ. You go fix Tinseltown, why don't you? <laughs> In five to six issues. Uh, again, I mentioned it before, Doctor Doom is also coming back for a series too. Yeah, yeah this should be pretty good. It should be. I wonder, is Doom getting a big solo push now, independent of the Fantastic Four? Because, hey, why have just a Fantastic Four movie at Marvel when we could also have a Doctor Doom franchise as well? Could be happening. I know there was was for a minute there a uh, doctor doom movie being written by the guy who made legion that's right so and uh, i think i think recently as well they said that like kevin feige had met with him so maybe they might be repurposing that script i mean doctor doom is just so endlessly fascinating mm -hmm. and i think after we saw that you know uh infamous iron doom actually sold pretty well yeah yeah uh, for for as long as bendis gave a shit about it exactly until he stopped giving a shit but yeah there's definitely an audience there for people who want to read it and i'd like to read a doctor doom book yeah definitely yeah so uh what is it we got moving on here uh some interesting one-shot news the red goblin is going to be getting a one-shot now okay cool <laughs> remember the red goblin it was uh norman osborne after he took a bunch of carnage symbiote <laughs> after he took a bunch of like lsd and ketamine yeah, seems an odd character to give a one shot now, but okay. <laughs> you you do you whatever. I thought we were leaving that era behind and you know onward and upward with new stuff, but all right. <laughs> I guess he's just one of those cool images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess he is one of those like ones that kind of like how Carnage was to begin with. It's like he's cool. Yeah. Don't you want more? I'm like, I kind of got my fill the first time. Yeah, it's like, right. yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> also, I think we're going to be pretty carnaged out in the next little bit after Absolute Ooh. Carnage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Ah, it should actually be pretty good, though. Yeah. It is Donny Cates. Uh, so here's a weird one for you. Moving over from Marvel Comics to DC Comics. DC didn't announce near as many new things, 
but what they did announce was really fucking weird. So you know how they've been on like a killing spree with all the different imprints. Mm-hmm. You know, get get the fuck out of here, Vertigo. You know, we don't we don't even know what you are anymore, young animal. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and everything. New Age of Heroes. Never heard of it. Get the fuck out of here. But uh, so after canceling all those imprints, they're apparently coming back with more imprints now. This really confused me because the yeah they, they for like a week there they're like no no vertigo no, none of that shit no young animal get the fuck out of here and then they're like okay we got this new imprint so there's regular DC which is for everyone like a DC kids a DC young adult DC black label and there's probably some fucking more I'm missing in there but well there there was rumors as well that they're bringing back the Elseworlds uh imprint like not not oh. elsewhere's but like the imprint right so again more, more of that i'm i'm waiting for like like dc elderly dc senior citizens <laughs> you know they, they've got like the younger generations cover they need to have these books which is just like big, i don't know big print yeah big yeah big, yeah big large print books so it's like like 800 pages for like a, a volume of batman <laughs> or something that's funny just big ass print everything sounds like npr yeah yeah it all comes with like audiobooks so you, and and like the sign language person in the corner and <laughs> it's gonna be great the the only really thing that interested me out this is apparently cassandra kane is going to be getting a batgirl book but it's in one of these young adult lines so it's probably not in continuity yeah yeah that's that's like the other weird thing like these these young adult books aren't actually in continuity or anything or like yeah there's them there's the young adult novels as well and none of them like really matter at all this seems so backwards and so like wrong-headed especially when you need only look at marvel and to be like hey you know who's killing it at writing books for young people and books for everybody and books for young adults marvel because they got you 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 would think that they like these young adult books you'd think they'd do it in a way where they're they're not in continuity but they set it up so that if the child wants to access these comics they can yeah like end it in a way it's like if you want to find out more pick up this book and it'll carry on the adventure and stuff like that yeah it's the weirdest thing and to think marvel just spent a couple years and being like no here's books about young people facing young people problems which has always been the modus operandi for marvel i mean look how Mm -hmm. popular spider-man was and this is just what we're gonna be and we got stuff like uh moon girl and devil dinosaur which is directed solely at children and we got uh that new unstoppable wasp book and squirrel girl which also you know based you know very much for a young adult crowd for you know a different type of comic reader but here in dc they're like no everything needs to be tiered and everything needs to be in its own imprint and get rid of the old imprint it's just it just seems wrong-headed yeah it it's just so strange yeah and the 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 brands as well seem very like like knee-jerk reaction sort of thing whereas like is this brand gonna be still around like in a year probably not yeah they're gonna end up bringing back vertigo because so many people wanted it because so many people are so mad about it yeah what weird 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 stuff but uh hey some good stuff uh for dc it was announced that the doom patrol will indeed be getting a second season and i'm very happy about this news i am very happy too the thing that makes me really confused though is that the show is going to be on the dc app Mm -hmm. and that hbo app at the same time 
So you don't even need the DC app if that's the only <laughs> show you like. Yeah, you don't need it. That's just so strange. It, I, it would have been even like more fucky if they were like, if you want to catch the first half of the season, you've got to watch it on oh. here. The second half is it's like, oh, I better not give them ideas. <laughs> You can, you can see who the real big dick swinger in this relationship is between DC Warner Brothers and HBO. HBO's like, we'll take it too. No, yep. we're going to take it too. And yep. guess what? We're probably going to have it available in other countries that don't have the DC Universe app yet. Yeah, it's somehow just going to be be on these um, stations that, like, like at the moment here in, in Australia, we, we don't even have Doom Patrol on anything. No, uh, we we have I have to like use a VPN to access it and all that sort of stuff, uh, but we have Titans, which is on our Netflix. <laughs> Same here in Canada, but yeah, we don't have anything else. Which I love that. Give me, give me the one thing I don't want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have this and you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, really. What a what a weird way to run an app. The app will continue. The app is not dead, as people were reporting it was. Mm-hmm. But well, it's not again, dead now. It's not dead, but you know, it's it's Schrodinger's app. It's dead and alive at the same time. <laughs> it's alive in so much as it's still putting out content. It's dead in so much as its biggest hit is going to be simulcast somewhere else. And the actual profitability of it when they're not releasing it in other countries and not even talking about releasing it in other countries yet has me highly suspect. Like, that, that can't be a good way to run a business. That's the thing. that This feels like it's there. They're, they're like trial run to see okay we'll, we'll compare the numbers and we'll see if it, if it does well on the hbo app we'll, we'll leave it on there we, we won't have it on the dc app because it wasn't performing well there and it probably will perform well on that hbo app because oh, yeah. that hbo app won't just have like a single genre's worth of stuff like it won't be just superhero stuff yeah it'll have all it'll have game of thrones chernobyl all this westworld. stuff westworld watchmen all of the stuff that uh the hbo shows are doing so it's got a lot more variety than what the dc app has so i definitely would buy that app same i haven't watched chernobyl yet but i hear it's really good it is really good i hear it's the feel bad story of the year it sure is (laughs) which man what does that tell you about how fucked up the general state of modern 2019 time is that everyone's big escapist show is chernobyl you know (laughs) escape into a simpler time when things weren't nearly as fucked (laughs) yeah when when a nuclear meltdown was just a trivial thing that happened you know it was cute because it was happening over there (laughs) (laughs) uh again too you mentioned the watchman thing i didn't even write that down yeah we got a newer bigger longer trailer for the hbo watchman show and once again I can't say it's good or bad because I'm mainly just confused by it. Yeah, I saw some stuff in there that looked like really cool, but yeah, I'm just really confused by it. So it's like a sequel to Watchmen, mm-hmm. but it's set in a different universe than Watchmen. It it's yes. so it's so weird. <laughs> and here's better fucking hope you saw Watchmen or you know read the book or something because it looks like we're not gonna be doing many flashbacks no no not at all it's very very weird i feel like i would like this show and this premise way more if it was called anything but watchmen oh yeah if it was called something else it'd probably be really cool but yeah since it's got that watchman name on it and it also it also looks to like completely like not understand like the movie the watchman not understand <laughs> the the story of watchmen like 
but like what it what it meant yeah where it's like look at all this super cool action and violence it's not what watchman was about <laughs> no it was if anything about the opposite of that <laughs> yeah it's like look we're, we're all literally gonna kill each other if we keep this up and also they seek to tease like oh but what if dr manhattan comes back for this yeah oh superman gonna show up and punch him and kill him has he been now rewriting that, the universe <laughs> now that's how you get me invested in are they watchmen. gonna delay the last two episodes months <laughs> as someone said on twitter and they had the perfect point it's like hey what's gonna come out first the first episode of this or the last ep- or the last issue of doomsday clock <laughs> yeah damon lindelof had to reshoot all of the film so it could happen who the fuck knows but yeah Watchmen, I can't say good or bad yet. It's just confusing. It is. It's very confusing. Uh, another thing that's confusing, but this is confusing every time it happens. Uh, the Boys premieres later this month uh, on the 26th, so like Friday. This week of us recording this, it, re- it comes out. It premieres, and they've already greenlit it for a season two, and episode one hasn't even aired yet. Why do they do that for shows? I'm not I saying it won't be bad. I don't know. It just seems like bad business. Yeah, it's, it's very jumping the gun it's like for all intents and purposes like everything i've seen like reviews of like the first episode people are saying it's like really good hmm. but yeah like i hate when pe- when they do this like we gotta we gotta green light you know 10 seasons now and it's like oh don't do that i mean i guess it's easier with shows like this because you can show them the stack of garth and his comics and be like look at all the material we have look at all the shit we're barely gonna have to write yeah yeah that's it's true all- it's all here and it's all done. It has a beginning, middle, and end. We can't even fuck it up like Game of Thrones or Dexter or anything because someone already did that for us. <laughs> That's very true. As well, as well, like the people behind it, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they, they they've kind of got a proven track record at the moment with like Preacher, uh, which is also ending this year as well. Is it really? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. they made Preacher into a hit, even though I didn't like Preacher because it wasn't anything like the comics. But you know yeah i I liked it because it wasn't like the comics and did something Mm. new if anything i wish i didn't read the comics before watching the show i feel (laughs) like if i had nothing to compare it to i might have liked it more yeah that's fair which you know here's another thing too you know the boys is like was always going to be a hard thing to adapt because it was always garth ennis at his most like guttural scatological arguably most you know uh what is it puerile even uh uh immature self which is like has always been a part of him where it's like yeah i like dark stories about war but i also like looney tunes comedy and poop jokes so you know sometimes i feed this beast sometimes i feed this beast (laughs) and and the boys was always kind of about that and i wonder you know even if they sand off the edges just a little bit i feel like that almost might be good for the boys in a tv show type way yeah yeah i think it it will fit the tv genre quote i am interested to see because like as you mentioned it's like like that the comic is like like shockingly graphic with some of the stuff it shows like to the point of almost being an edgy boy but like he's a professional edgy boy and he did this before that was even a thing very very trauma like very trauma (laughs) movie yeah yeah so i I would call it i i'm intrigued to see what exactly it's gonna like do and what it's not going to do but as well as it's got the thing where it's like on on a streaming service so it doesn't have to worry about like network tv you know funny rules can't say fuck after 9 p.m or something you know stuff like that costumes look good yeah they they all look pretty perfect and i like kyle urban as as butcher 
it's different like, but like it works i just like carl urban in general yeah. it's, a, it's a shame they couldn't have made it a few years ago when it was clearly supposed to be simon Pegg and uh who, who's the other guy uh clive owen when it was clearly supposed yeah. to be those two because well, well, simon Pegg is in the film it is in the show oh is he actually yeah he's playing huey's father oh that makes sense that's okay so he's technically the real huey okay the boys okay <laughs> you got me man to talk about another thing where apparently our invitations got uh, lost in the mail i've been talking to a bunch of other comic book youtubers apparently they've been working really hard amazon to work with other uh comic book channels to, like, oh really try, you know get the word out promote yeah they didn't write us oh god damn it i fucking love the boys <laughs> I know, we would have been soft sellers for this. I love Garth Ennis, what the fuck? I love I, Seth I Rogen. I have the whole fucking series on my bookshelf. Freaking, uh, what is it? Seth Rogen is Canadian. <laughs> and, you can, and, and come on, Seth, you don't look out for other Canucks? What the fuck? <laughs> Joel's gotta eat. Joel's gotta get beard oil for his new beard. You think this is cheap? It ain't cheap, Seth. I like Longshot, though. That was a funny movie. That was a pretty funny movie. It was a funny movie. You know, it's also a total fantasy that a guy who looks like Seth Rogen could get with Charlie's Theron. <laughs> also, Ice Cube's son is good in that, too. <laughs> I think that dude's going to be a big movie star. Where were we? Oh, yeah, Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, so, oh, more app news. Uh, Young Justice Season 4 got uh, greenlit. No no word on what it's going to be, but it's coming back for a fourth season. That, that honestly surprised me because i thought like season three was like gonna be their last they're like okay fans wanted to give it to them and then just move on i think they couldn't not give them a fourth season at this point considering how fans you know marched and complained and letter wrote and tub thumped and did everything humanly possible to get this show back they basically moved heaven and earth they did with the firefly fan base <laughs> and so many other fan bases couldn't do they actually got their show resurrected yeah they didn't hand out pamphlets which which is intriguing no, no it's it's almost like they were more well adjusted or something <laughs> but yeah like they got it back and like clearly as greg wiseman has said he's like oh i have like a, a show bible for this that starts from like the golden age and ends at the legion of superheroes so like i have a story i know where i'm going please let me go there please, yes yes please greg just tell us that story that that that, that big bible you have give us that <laughs> yeah, i I'd, I'd love a show i'd love a show uh like a season of it like set in the golden age like where you don't have all the heroes that we know where it's like completely new like young heroes from like the 40s and stuff that'd be really cool like hang out with jay garrick and them when they were young and when yeah. they were just starting out as heroes and they had yeah. to make it up as they went along they're all like in their early 20s yeah that'd be awesome that would be we've seen it in flashbacks when it's like oh yeah when red tornado joined the team yeah totally uh yeah or no and the other reds uh red torpedo and red volcano when they joined oh yeah they were uh they were super young back then i want to see a magic season because we've been going really hard on the cosmic space stuff mm -hmm. if we did a season four i want a magic season i want john constantine to show up because you're on an app now and you can have him smoke and swear a little bit and do whatever mm -hmm. i want to see uh yeah i want to see like i want to go to the themyscira i want to see what that looks like in this world let's build an episode around wonder girl because she's oh, there be cool. but they never build anything around her that'd be cool he mentioned like legion of superheroes that'd be really cool go to the yeah, future have, have them come back in time yeah there'd be, there's a lot of potential also too if they're doing a fourth season 
means they're probably going to do another time jump, which means we're probably going to have the Super Sons in Season 4. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot they're, like, building up towards that. Yeah, we're going to have the we're Super We're kind Sons. of building up towards that. Right. Uh, it's, it's a background thing. We'll get there, which, hey, that would be cool, because if that means if you did that, that means Season 4, you could have dick as batman having fully evolved to that level damien as his robin and also you could have jason todd running around as red hood because we've set him up as well yeah that'd be cool yeah so and then we could get we could also get like more red arrow stuff and like all those like clones that he has in the private security uh with the private security more more shit of that i do like that stuff it's it's funny you know uh, I know they'll never do this, and it's a shame. It's the one thing that kind of brings down Season 3 of Young Justice. You can tell they made it for considerably less money than those Ooh, yeah. other two. Because you don't got a toy company putting up half the money to push some plastic for you. And that's the dirty secret about doing a TV animation. I, I wish they would do this, and I know they never will for Season 4. Hey, maybe cut the like order down from like 26 episodes to like 13 episodes so you can maybe spread that money around a little better yeah and, and as well like focus the story a little bit more because I mean, like this season well well this like the later half of the season has been pretty good because i've recently just caught up a lot of the yeah. episodes kind of seem like filler like mm. like like in the first first half that private security one while was good it it was a filler episode no it was just say hey what's roy up to these days yeah. this is what he's up to it's it, it's funny you know it's a show that evolves very much from this is a show about this team this generation of young heroes and every season more and more we kind of get away from them to be like no this is a show about the dc universe which is a comic reader i'm cool with because like look i know these characters backwards and forwards but if you're not as well versed in that and you're seeing this you're like oh well but go back to the team i started watching for mm-hmm. is i'm sure would be the problem but you know that's that that's for another day but yeah that's young justice got a season four that's pretty cool yeah also, too, with DC Animation, they're remastering Batman Beyond on DVD, which is, you know, works for me because I never bought it on DVD, so I'm down for that. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, and hopefully, too, if this sells really well, they'll do more stuff with Batman Beyond. That seemed to be the subtext of them coming out with this new expensive collection. They're like, buy lots so we can do another thing. Yeah, I, I hope the Su- the Superman animated series gets a remaster next. That, that needs to yeah. have, get a remaster. That and, like have they remastered the justice league and justice league unlimited i know it was kind of out on blu-ray i think but i don't think it was remastered i want to say they did for netflix but i might be wrong yeah yeah or at least it didn't need to be as remastered as batman beyond did because that's like the what is it like cutoff point from like film to digital Mm mm-hmm it was like right there at that point that uh that conference they did for batman beyond was really great if you're a fan of bruce tim and paul dini and all their stuff but it was also really fucking depressing too because old man bruce tim was like look guys we know you loved that animated wonder woman movie we did we know you loved mask of the phantasm and return of the joker and these are really important stories to you that defined your whole generation but uh they didn't make any money they were considered financial failures and that's why we couldn't keep doing more of them yeah, and that's why all the animated films are what they are now, which is just like Batman, just like pumped out. Yeah. Although in saying that, they did announce like new, that like they seem to be coming away from that because they announced like a Superman Red Sun animated Two film. Two Supermans. 
yeah they announced the superman red sun and then an original film called man of tomorrow which will be like an origin which kind of confuses me because i'm like wait aren't they like still in the new 52 so like because because they have that continuity from war but now it's like reborn superman because of that death of superman stuff it's so fucking weird continuity is the worst thing they've ever done for those movies they all should have they all should have been their own continuity they all should have been easy to pick up and watch from start to finish that's why fatal five was so good because it just exists in its own continuity yeah that's why it's the best one yeah and it had an actual art style to it that like yes lent itself to the story whereas like like hush recently i watched hush recently like it's just completely devoid of all the creativity jim lee's art brought to that story oh yeah and and it's actually one of the better ones they've done hush and it's see i didn't like it i didn't like the the fucking twist at the end where it's like you didn't need to do that like you didn't need to change that whole twist to make riddler the villain Mm, spoiler but also yeah i mean it's well it's it's also it's not even really a fucking spoiler because if you read Mm. hush they toy with that idea anyway where it's like yeah but he was really the one yeah that again you know i question what these movies even are for anymore in terms of audiences because like i was watching that movie and i'm like oh man they're really they're really showing their hand pretty early with this dr thomas elliott thing this should be pretty obvious are they doing it for people like me who know what the twist is gonna be are they doing it for like kids who have never seen it for well i can't possibly because they're swearing and doing other adult things it can't possibly be for kids anymore oh they've changed the twist anyway what yeah it it's so yeah i have no idea who those movies were uh, for anymore and I, I have to think it's just like they put them out there so they're in the shops they're on the shelves and people see them and just mm. like pick them up because uh, it's batman i guess i guess just for serial batman fans but yeah hush a confused adaptation but i would say i didn't hate it as much as something like gotham by gaslight where it's like oh you fucking ruined it yeah <laughs> with one simple thing you ruined the whole goddamn thing that's what i'm worried about with uh superman red sun because it's got a hell of a twist at the end i'm like i know that's that's not going to be in the movie and that's going to ruin the whole fucking movie they're two for two now and fucking up twists so you know yeah don't maybe don't do like big epics that have twists at the end and never (laughs) never do long halloween (laughs) oh god never do fucking long halloween (laughs) but uh all right what else we got going on here Ooh, this is what you chose to actually be the thumbnail for this episode because i know you're such a fan and honestly i was a fan too uh the witcher netflix show got a big uh big pricey trailer it did and it it looks pretty good i still got some reservations about it but it, it it looks pretty damn good again we kind of get both worlds here you're a bigger fan and know way more about the world and the lore than i do i only know what i picked up from playing witcher 3 and i'm like oh this is cool that that's a gerald yep that's a rivia that's those things i know know those things i've seen them before that's a roach probably i don't know i don't don't know fucking what his horse is called (laughs) it is called roach or he calls all all the horses he ever has roach simpler than naming them so there's Roach 1, 2, and 3. But yeah, looks fun. And also, hey, I'm stoked I get to like Henry Cavill in a thing again. <laughs> Which is, I watched the panel for this, and apparently like he campaigned hard to get... like he, he was approaching the producer before they even had a script, or the production had even started. Like He was getting his, his um, managers to like call them every day just to get him in the room and everything. Wow. So he, he, he really wanted this, I think. How... 
how is it too he has more personality playing the guy who is supposed to be a <laughs> emotionless <man>, emotion, <laughs> emotionless mutant than he got being you know the symbol of truth justice in the american way superman because <laughs> because there's actual writers on this because like, the, the woman writing this uh laura history she's written like defenders daredevil west Ooh. wing all of those like really cool shows i'm down for this too because i think post uh, game of thrones i think there's a nice little niche for epic dark mm-hmm. fantasy oh yeah and this is this is definitely that and also much like the ns thing we talked about before yo, know, you see this fucking pile of books and stories here <laughs> that we can adapt yeah yeah there's a big pile of short stories to adapt How's that? How's the creator doing with this? Because I know the creator is one of those guys who's just like, ah, oh, damn, I should have signed a better deal. Yeah, well, I imagine he's probably getting ready to sue them or something because he didn't get get the right deal because he's an idiot. Yeah, didn't he sue people over the games because he like signed it away because he never thought it would actually yeah. be a big a deal as it was. Yeah, well, before the first game came out, he like took like like a one one time deal and just like yeah, ah, no no one these games ain't going to be popular. Then with like the second and third game, they got wildly popular and he got really butt hurt and decided to try and sue. Oh no, me Scandinavian writer, this will never be big. My story about the Witcher. Oh no, it did really good. <laughs> no, oh, but I, really th- got- I think I think for the show he he's a consultant or something. I, right, I, I don't he, know. But he doesn't get like an executive producer credit like uh, Ennis does. As far as I know, I don't think so. I guess we'll find out if you if you see a name you don't recognize in the credits. Hans Ferversman was that guy. <laughs> Swedish Chef, yep, that's the one. Uh, other TV show news here: uh, Burt Ward, Linda Hamilton, and more slated for the CW uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event. I was waiting to talk about this because it's not Linda Hamilton. She's the she's Sarah Connor from Terminator. You you mean Linda Carter? linda carter sorry see i i clearly saw the person who fucked up and wrote the wrong one <laughs> yeah no so yes. burt, burt ward is confirmed i think linda carter's like rumored but it's going right. to be announced soon or something but yeah that's pretty damn cool that's great i like that let us let us give a love letter to all of superhero television here in the cw universe honoring what came before the good the bad and also too fucking brandon routh is gonna be kingdom come superman as well yeah that 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 was big news that that was what big a, news what a wonderful coming full circle story from brandon <laughs> routh oh no i was the superman people hated eh but no one hated me that much hey getting back on television being in the dc universe lots of fun references about me wearing blue suits and i'm superman again <laughs> But yeah, that, that's really cool because when it was first announced, it just said he was coming back in as Superman. So everyone's like, "Oh, Superman returns." That's pretty cool. But apparently, like, because uh, WB's fucking morons when it comes to like embargoes and stuff, they wouldn't let him have the Superman Returns costume or like any of that shit for some reason. So they're like, "Well, fuck it. We'll make him, you know, super. Uh, we'll make him Kingdom Come Superman," which I imagine he's still going to be the superman returns superman Mm -hmm. but it's going to be like the kingdom come version of that right i'm totally down for that i love them spreading their wings and getting to do all these fun mythology gags and comic book deep cuts and references once again for you know anyone who gets down on the cw universe and says oh the cw universe is bad i don't see the movies doing this shit (laughs) movies wouldn't dare do this 
No, they wouldn't dare. Put put some respect on the CW universe's name, everyone. They're they're putting in work out here in these streets. Yeah, I, I am interested to see, like, because we're doing Crisis of Infinite Earths. I'm wondering if his Superman's going to be the Cal L role mm. or the the Earth Two Superman. Interesting, possibly. Yeah, it would it would make sense. Yeah. Also, does this mean he's going to play double, triple, uh, triple duty? I think so. I think he is going to play Superman, Superman Clark Kent, and and Ray Palmer as well. Interesting. Also, hey, what about the Smallville Superman? What's he doing these days? Apparently, he's been cast in Arrow season eight. Apparently, oh. apparently. Because I mean, they already made that big reference in the last crossover. They used the fucking theme music from Smallville for Christ's well, sake. Well, see, the thing is, he could be Clark Kent in that series because. Like season eight of, of Arrow, I kind of want to watch because it, it it's implying that like most of it's going to be about Oliver going with the Anti Monitor to recruit other heroes oh. for this crisis because that's where the last season ended with the Anti Monitor recruiting him showing up. Yeah, okay, yeah, that actually does sound like something worth watching. <laughs> yeah, and also the shows apparently because the the crisis takes place basically in the mid season for all of the shows. Mm-hmm. Apparently, what it's going to happen is the first half of each season is going to be pre-crisis so they're going to have a villain for that half and then the the next part is going to be post-crisis and have a new villain for that half of the season that's good for all the shows because they should do that anyway because the cw Mm -hmm. punch pumps out so much content in a year and it's hard to keep a villain interesting for that long as well as like like flash is having blood work as a villain and it's like he's been in like two issues of the most recent flash run so like there's nothing you can really do with him so no it's true also isn't that uh, the dude from heroes yes yeah uh I'm, I'm blanking on his name but yes he was Dr. Sh- yes he was mohinder suresh in heroes man i love that all the heroes actors have basically reincarnated on other better superhero <laughs> shows yeah they've become other heroes and i like he's just being his creepy fly version of himself he was in like season two yeah yep <laughs> But she does have a creepiness about him, so, you know, good on him for being this weird vampire guy. <laughs> uh, what else do we got going on here? Oh, there was an X-Men panel this week, uh, Matt, for Comic-Con, and holy shit, did they just open the floodgates and, ah, X-Men washing all over us. Yeah, we're getting, like, a billion other books. Which, okay, like, I know X-Men was a huge cash cow for you, Marvel, back in the 90s, and you really want to get back there, and you're really stoked to have the movie rights back which means you can make all of these more but it's too much make one x-men book people really want to read and then you can spin off from there don't have the oh hickman's reimagining revitalizing everything and five books on top of that yeah what they should have done they should have done x-men which is what they've done that's like their main book and then new mutants which again is another book they've done not the you know was it was like six or seven books well i mean all of these have been other x-men teams before but still it's just it's just too much and i say that and i like all the teams they have and i like all of the mutants they put together on these teams but i hate that i know i'm never going to be able to read all of these either because work is going to keep me buried and other stuff because i won't be able to commit enough channel real estate to it because i know i'm not going to be able to pay for all of these x-men books and again it's like you're you're shooting yourself in the foot before you've even started yeah having all these books that's probably gonna 
like run for a long long time and be intersected with each other so you're gonna have to read this book even though you're not reading this one and yeah and basically why i've been totally fine cutting x-men from my diet yeah i i, I do want to pick it up because it's goddamn jonathan hickman like i'm picking up house of x this week but naturally but yeah there, there is some there that i won't pick up like i won't pick up was it fallen angels because it's written by brian hill and i i literally like just before starting this read his batman and the outsiders and it was like a piece of shit so man edward hill seems like a nice guy he does and i hate hate that we always seem to end up dogpiling on him whether because i don't like his retcon uh in detective comics because i didn't like his work with miles because he's actually an advisor on that Teen Titans show. He's in Toronto right now advising oh, wow. on season two of Teen Titans, and we hate that. It has nothing against you, sir, if you watch this. I really liked your Killmonger book. Uh, I've liked a lot of your indie stuff that you've done. You seem like a really great dude. I don't want you to think that this is personal. I guess our tastes just don't jive, but I'm sure if we hung yeah. out, we'd get along. Yeah, I, I really wanted to like his Outsiders book, but it's just meandering at the moment. It's like not doing anything like something hasn't, hasn't already done or sh- it shouldn't be doing what it's doing. And you gave that three issues, which is more than I gave. And I read his Detective Outsiders and I'm like, nope, not interested. <laughs> And I feel bad for them because they pushed that shit back like They fucking months. did as well. And they were promoting the fuck out of that Outsiders book as well. And then they just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so messed up. But yeah, let's let's go over the title. So obviously we got the House of X, Power of X that are coming out very soon. But these are the next wave of books, what they're calling the Dawn of X line of books that are going to be coming out. We got mm-hmm. New X-Men written by Hickman. Which I guess means I have to read this now too because they're all connected. I imagine. Yeah, I'll I'll be reading that main X Men book because it's it's the main X Men book. Exactly, and the lineup is actually really fucking cool on this it one. Is. It's basically the extended multiversal Summers family and Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, Wolverine not getting his solo book. Yeah, that's very interesting. He's in all of these other books and in a ton of miniseries, but no, no, no standalone book. <laughs> very funny very very funny indeed but yeah so the lineup on this one is cyclops his brother havoc their father crosshair their other brother uh vulcan who i hate vulcan because i think he's one of those like really overpowered 90s bullshit characters but i love that he's here now with everybody (laughs) then you got gene and then you got hope and uh is there anyone else i'm missing uh i'm fairly certain that's everyone oh cable oh yes how could we forget the other summers the other the sun and this is old man cable too we have old man cable and young man cable too both (laughs) at the same time now don't ask me how (laughs) yeah just multiversal weirdery just fucking deal with it and wolverine i just love them and they're in space too why are they in space i don't know but i have to read it to find out yeah i'm always intrigued when they send like x-men to space because it's it's something that should happen like you'd think that would happen more but like when it happens it's like oh shit that's actually quite cool they did it all the time in the 90s that's where we got the phoenix force and shit yeah and lalandra my (sighs) mind all of that was from times the x-men went to space (laughs) but yeah that one looks fun uh then we got excalibur written by teeny howard who man she is just a writer on the rise right now between killing it oh yeah she's just killing it across the board and again 
I don't think I've ever read an Excalibur book before, but mm, I want to read this because, you know, you got Apocalypse as a member. Yep. Uh, Gambit, uh, Jubilee. Rogue. Rogue. Rogue is on it, too. So, yeah, they got all the fun members. Also, they got Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so this is where shit gets confusing. So, Betsy Braddock was Psylocke, yes? Yes. And she was, she was a British woman in an Asian woman's body. But then they split the characters again right before they found Wolverine. So now the British woman is Captain Britain, and the Asian woman is still being Psylocke. Yeah, it's it's very strange, and yet yet the 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 new Captain Britain seemingly has Psylocke's powers, has the energies. Again, I haven't been reading X Men, so I don't know how they hope to square that circle. But that's that's kind of a cool have your cake and eat it too moment yeah yeah we we also got uh who's the other guy there richter i think is his name richter or something i don't Uh, know anything about richter yeah and then like apocalypse apocalypse who is a good guy now following all those other x books i guess that's one thing they're keeping yeah the last thing i read was from matthew rosenberg that uncanny uh where he was like fighting nathan summers right or something evil jesus yeah yes very evil jesus Man, that's gotta suck for Rosenberg and all the hey, we we got the rights back. We're we're carrying X Men into the next era, everyone. We're gonna be the status quo that sticks. Oh, we got Hickman, huh? Yeah, yeah, gonna he, wrap Hickman it up? kicks in the door and like wipes his desk out of the way and Yeah. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. That's okay, Rosenberg. We still love you. You can write another Kingpin miniseries. <laughs> Your Punisher is good. You can you can do more street level stuff. Actually, hey, Matthew Rosenberg, it'd be cool to have a guy uh, who I'm assuming is Jewish with the last name Rosenberg write Moon Knight. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Moon Knight needs Wasn't, another book. I think he gets one every so often. Wasn't Max Bemis Jewish? Didn't he write the last one? Or was he just really good at affecting, uh, what is it, a Jewish character? I, I honestly don't know. Oh, well, that's neither here nor there. Uh, the other X-Men book, Marauders, which I've loved the Marauders as a concept. This is the weirdest team probably put together. So it's Kitty Pride, who's got a sword. It looks like they're all on a boat and they're pirates now. Iceman, Emma Frost, Pyro. Yeah, oh, Pyro, remember him? <laughs> Good eye, someone invited me on a book. This is great. <laughs> Watch out for drop bears. <laughs> I hope. I hope he's still Australian. But yeah. Uh, he's in the book for some reason. Uh, Bishop is there too, and they're pirates. Yeah, yeah, with the Hellfire uh, Trading Company. Okay, that's that's an <laughs> cool. in, that's an interesting. I mean, it's Jerry Duggan. Duggan is one of the best workhorses in comics. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll make something work out of this. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it'd be a very fun book. Yeah, not my favorite lineup, but you know, my my favorite lineup is actually probably X Force from Ben Percy because you got Beast and Colossus and black tom who invited black tom (laughs) he invited himself you you wanted juggernaut but he couldn't show up right so he just sent his buddy black tom right (laughs) but yeah that that's probably the one i'm pulling for the most because it has so many of my favorite mutants on that team uh also wolverine's on that team too because he can't have an x-force without uh, yes he's pulling double duty triple duty i think and then he got fallen angels again from brian edward hill which we don't know who's on the team just yet it looks like x-23 the young cable and psylocke and maybe it's only going to be a book of three but i assume with the name fallen angel they got to have at least one angel in there somewhere yeah it'll be about going after warren or something i don't know 
Oh no, Archangel's on the loose again. We gotta f again. <laughs> oh no. It's like that. All, it's like that's all he does, or something. Yeah, we got a new mutants book as well, which is just like the the original uh, well, new mutants team with I think some extra members or something, and they go on a mission with the Star Jammers. Also written by Hickman. Yep. So again, you might need to read that too because he might refer to stuff that happens there. Yeah, I might just read like the Hickman books, but then also like I want to read X Force because it's Benjamin Percy. Same, true, super underrated writer, super underrated super team writer. I don't think his Teen Titans run got any of the love it deserved, and again, he got some of my favorite mutants for that team. Yeah, but yeah, so there's there's all your X Men books, everybody. Yeah, they they all seem pretty cool but yeah it they just do. feels like there's just too many they do look cool and i'm never gonna be able to keep up with them yeah i really wish they would have done like a book where like it was like it was kind of like an anthology book where each issue was a different team tales from the x mansion yeah tales from xavier's academy or something speaking of which there's no xavier on any of these teams you notice that yeah, is he still, like, a bad guy sort of thing? Because wasn't he, like, in Phantom X's mind, and then he was, like, yes, he was. fucking with Namor, Namor or something? Or Yeah, he was being yeah he was being a bad boy last time we saw him, and I don't, I don't know if anyone's figured out that yet. Also, no Nightcrawler. Yeah, maybe this is all the stuff that Hickman said that's like, oh, God, the X-Men timeline in Marvel's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, which I'm glad he just came out and said it, and yeah, I'm like, like, thank yes, you, John. You said every what everyone is thinking. <laughs> thank you. Also, too, he also, like, because he's a bit of a troll, and I love him for that, he's like, I pitched Gold Ball three times in my <laughs> X-Men meeting. And I'm like, no, you didn't. He probably he's did. Like, he probably did. <laughs> so Gold Ball, right? So Gold Ball, in case you don't know, was like one of the last new mutants that, uh, what is it, Bendis invented, and the joke is, is that he sucks, but that he keeps showing up and everything. <laughs> When Bendis was done with X-Men, he's like, fine, I'm taking Gold Ball with me and he'll hang out with Miles now and they'll be friends. <laughs> and now notice when Solid and Amid took over the book, no one mentions Gold Ball anymore. <laughs> Everyone just forgot about him. It's like that yeah, mutant, uh, who was it Forget-Me-Not or something, where uh, he, he was like on the original team and no one remembers him because that's his power. Again, you see, you're pitching Gold Ball. I'd pick Hijack. The other uh, new Bendis mutant. What's his power? Uh, well, he can psychically steal vehicles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's like that one Tom Taylor invented who's like a technopath. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's Hispanic. Really? Really? You gave the carjacking ability to the Hispanic guy? Really? <laughs> Bendis is known for his subtlety. Jesus, Brian. <laughs> also, was he a carjacker before he got this power in? Is it just really fucking Did he get ironic? bitten by a radioactive car? <laughs> did that in, did, did, did that start his X-Gene? Ow, that Audi bit me. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all the X-Men books. If you're an X-Men fan, your cup runneth over right now. And I do actually think this is going to be the era that sticks because mm -hmm. this oh, is yeah. the stuff that they own now going into the movies you might even see new shit now yeah 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 we'll, we start getting new creative stuff with x-men not the same stories told over and over again let's retread the same four or five stories over and over again because we're afraid of innovating because we wouldn't get to make movies about it mm -hmm. and speaking of uh, actually no we're not quite at movies yet we got one last cartoon thing this probably sh actually should have been up top with the dc stuff but again this got announced later uh the harley quinn animated series for the dc universe app 
looks fine. Looks cool. Yeah. Looks looks exactly like I, how I thought it would. Uh, you get a bunch of Jimmy Palmiotti characters in there. Uh, uh, Cyborgman, the old man who Harley takes care of, he's there. You got Dr. Psycho, which I absolutely love. They've worked him into something. Kite Man is there. Uh, Clayface. Yeah, it's, it's a veritable who's who of D-listers. Yeah, it, it looks really fun. I'm just hoping that it doesn't wear thin uh, as as quick as I'm 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 thinking it will. Right again, you don't want it to be too much. No, I'm surprised we didn't see Red Tool in there, but I'm sure we will. Oh yeah, there's got to be a big main character. <laughs> Red Tool, of course. Everyone is Palmiotti making fun of it. Dead Deadpool, Red Tool. The joke <laughs> being that when he was writing the book, everyone's like, "Oh, Harley Quinn is just DC's Deadpool." He's like, "Fuck off, she is. I will create DC's Deadpool to prove <laughs> you wrong, dicks." Fights only with tools. <laughs> What's that do? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one looks fun. Hey, I'm just always up for more adult-centric animated uh, comedy. And also, too, the fact that it's not really going to be an action show, it's fine if it's a little cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Great voice cast, too. I mean, anything with Ron Funch is in it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah Ron Funch is just the best. He really, he really is. Love that dude. He, he got to go to Comic-Con, and he took a bunch of great pictures with his son. Yeah uh what else do we got here okay now we can officially get into all the movie news oh well the big movie news oh boy here's here's the big one gird your loins everyone because it's coming (laughs) uh eternals uh the cast came out on stage confirming a lot of what we basically already knew yeah yeah really cool cast i'm looking forward to all of that richard madden kumno uh yanjani angelina jolie yeah lots lots of people i like Cool. Did you see like the little bit of art they were handing out for it? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, where it's all like spacey and stuff and very yeah. Kirby-esque. Looks really cool. It does. Uh, again, you know, I think a lot of people are asking, what is the Turtles about? And it's like, wait for them to tell you what it's about, because I bet it's not going to be like what it is in the comics. I bet they're going full Guardians of the Galaxy with this and reinventing it from the ground up. Do you reckon they'll do that, or do you reckon... Oh, yeah. You you know what I reckon they're going to do with them? I, I reckon they're going to... This is, like, their chance to make, like, Justice League. <laughs> like, like oh. good Justice League. But they're they're going to make this team... I, I imagine basically like the Squadron Supreme, like in that they're like 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 Icarus is kind of like Superman, but like a little bit different and all that sort of stuff. Like it's, they're going to do it like that and make the hero because their their whole deal is they defend Earth from deviants stuff like that. So yeah, you could just do it like that. I'd I'd love it like that. There's a lot of ways they could go with it. They could Game of Thrones and be like, oh, it's about like a family of characters mm-hmm. with powers. Uh, hey. Hey, we fucked up in humans, but I bet we could do this right. <laughs> yeah, we could just make these kind of like in humans. Yeah, they're they're a royal family, and they're also kind of like gods. And also, maybe Hercules will be in this too. Who knows? Yes, yes. Please let Hercules be in this. Please, please. I I think whatever it is, it's going to be a vast departure from the comics, which is fine because no one's ever really made the comic book Eternals work. But again, hey the guardians were pretty much an unknown c-list quantity too before they came in and james gunned all over the place <laughs> and i'm sure that'll work here i like some people are telling me like, mm, i don't know about this you know, it's, it's it's an unproven uh what is it? it's an unproven uh ip and i'm like they were all unproven ips and they've all been big successes are you bad at pattern recognition <laughs> yeah. do you not remember guardians before that came out 
It's like, Shit. no, you don't, because that's the thing. They were unknowns. Shit, someone actually tried to tell me that uh, Hardcore Guardians of the Galaxy fans are what drove people to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. Yeah, and I'm like, you revision... Where did you get this revisionist history? Because <laughs> I vividly remember being there when it first got announced, back when we worked at Name Redacted, and I remember Hardcore Guardians fans being pissed because they were like, oh, the costumes don't look like in the comics. Yep. Why is Star-Lord's yep. jacket, his jacket red? Uh, and also, this doesn't look like the Abnett and Landing stuff. You know, this is this is funny. Yep, yep. It, that people didn't like it, and then the movie came out and made, like, like billions of dollars and just got sequels and they're meeting with the avengers and everything people love them oh yeah they, they got a new they went from c-list to a-list overnight and again too you know who drew that drove that engagement wasn't guardians of the galaxy fans at the time it was joe and jane popcorn it was my mom who saw it twice because she just really liked it and you know what people like my mom like angelina jolie and will just see shit that she's in angelina jolie made maleficent a big deal yeah yeah that's the thing like this is going to probably be the next guardians yeah if they play their cards right now again to it will it have as much personality as guardians but i guess we'll see well see that's that's where i want it to go be different like because i don't want it to be oh this is just like another guardians film it's gonna be funny it's gonna have good soundtrack and say you do the next thing yeah what is the next thing i don't know exactly they'll have to figure that out yeah did do you like really buckle down on family drama do you try and give people something from this that they're not getting from the other superhero movies because that seems to kind of be the overarching theme mm-hmm uh next up we got shang chi in the 10 rings we got our shang chi cast we got our mandarin cast yes yes our mandarin did i, I don't know whether you saw it but like uh when announcing this film Kevin feige like put like had like a little video play where it like referenced all of the 10 rings that have been throughout the marvel and there's like ones that i didn't even know like there, there's one in ant-man and all that oh like one of the guys there has like a 10 ring tattoo that's just hidden behind his collar and it's like i'm like oh that's awesome See, we've been building up to this. Also, too, the guy they got to play Shang-Chi, not only is he Chinese, he's Chinese-Canadian. He's actually in that show, Kim's Convenience, which mm-hmm. I've never watched but want to watch now that it, I know it has It's so funny because that guy, like, like, a couple of years ago, like, he was just, like, doing videos on YouTube, like, like just, like, in skits on YouTube and everything. And now he's yeah. just in a Marvel movie. And they, he said, like, he, when he got brought out, he said, it's like, I was just cast, like, two days ago. Yeah. Uh. Also, too, he, like, uh, what's the word? He rallied to get himself cast in this and get a meeting with Marvel on Twitter, which I think officially makes this guy the only person that's ever worked for. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. ever. Hey, could I get a thousand likes and I'll be cast as Shang-Chi? Yeah, apparently so. Which, <laughs> fucking good for you, dude. You seem, you seem like a solid dude. You seem funny. And I say with an unblemished record of heterosexuality, goddamn Shang-Chi is a pretty man. <laughs> get out of here with your nine pack change the the only thing the only thing of actually this whole thing that i didn't really like is that they cast aquafina in the movie and i'm not fond of her like her like shtick i think it's very it gets tiresome very easily and she seems to play the same character in everything she's in so i hope she doesn't play that same character in this because it would it would be totally jarring with like what i imagine the story is going to be about uh, I'm glad you mentioned Aquafina, Matt. Uh, 
I actually didn't know Aquafina was a real person. I assume the the only thing I ever knew about Aquafina was the joke they make on BoJack Horseman, where this like dolphin pop star is also called Aquafina, but it's spelled differently because she's a talking dolphin. Yeah, I, I didn't know she was a real person. That's how hip I am with the times. I actually had no idea. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Well, they cast the talking dolphin from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna like animate it in, and like they got, they got like, w- they got like all the all the uh, permissions and everything. Yeah, big character. <laughs> oh, maybe you can explain. Is she, is she a singer or an actress or what does she do? <laughs> she's like a comedian, but she's like one of like to my knowledge, oh. she's like one of those comedians that is just like in that. R- in that role as like the friend in stuff right and like For, her forever cast as her, sassy best friend yeah and her yeah and her she is like sassy and everything she's funny in some stuff but like that's her role i've always seen her in in everything i've seen her in right she's been that secondary character who's sassy and it gets so tiresome very quickly right well i mean you know hey marvel casting uh they ain't got it really that wrong yet so you know we'll yeah. check it out maybe this will be her breakthrough have i seen her in anything i would imagine so she was in, i think she was in like crazy rich asians i didn't uh, see that oh <laughs> you're like probably like oh. one of the only person who didn't see that film i probably not oh she's uh in the next jumanji movie she's gonna be in that dark crystal resistance holy shit oh, she's geez. having a big big year yeah yeah she she really blew up after that crazy rich asian film because then she was in like that oceans eight movie and then like yeah all this other stuff that's been picking up maybe this okay, might, look- might help her like Could become be. something more Right, uh, I'm looking at her IMDb, and no, she's been in nothing. I see. Oh no, wait, she was in uh, Neighbors Two, Sorority Rising. She was the uh, what is it? She was one of the uh, Pledge Sisters. Okay, I've seen one thing she's in. <laughs> Which, yeah, again, she was like even in a sorority filled with funny ladies. The joke was, okay, you're the one who's too much even for them. Yeah, <laughs> that was the joke. Okay, I've seen her in one thing. Yeah, all right, fair enough. She's got good comedic timing. All right. I learned a thing, everyone. Joel learned who Aquafina was. <laughs> and I feel richer for it. <laughs> uh, next up, we have more announcements. Uh, they, it, it's funny. The, the Marvel conference was interesting because it was half movie projects and also half new Disney Plus shows. And I sat there, and when I looked at the little board they put on, like, wait a minute. These are only projects for the next two years. Oh, because when we get around to D23, that's when they're going to announce Black Panther and Captain Marvel Ooh. and Guardians 3 and whatever else. Well, it's funny you should say that because in an interview after that, uh, Feige confirmed that those films, plus one that was announced right at the end of this conference, is actually Phase 5. Oh, shit. So we're, we're already right in the fucking future. Yeah, so I imagine like maybe D23 will be like announcing Phase 5, like... Or like Already. like part like revealing those films officially. Right, it's like get hype already, everyone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's funny. I, I like the multi-tiered way they did this, where it's like, all right, here's some movie projects, here's some Disney Plus projects, which includes all the same people from the movie, so it might as well be a movie project. And also, we promise this time, unlike those Netflix shows, these are actually going to connect and yeah. actually be in continuity. Yeah, like you need to watch these shows to understand what's happening in this movie and stuff like that. That's cool. That's cool. I. I think it's so cool they did that. I'm so happy they did that. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, 
Feige, you never had any faith in those Netflix shows, did you? I don't know whether it was that he had faith or, like, because of all the red tape and everything, he couldn't, like, couldn't he do couldn't anything. full control. Yeah. And if I didn't have any full control, I might as well wash my hands of it, which, you know, with between all this stuff here, the general attitude, and a casting thing later, it's just kind of like, yeah, we wash our hands of Netflix. Yeah, and I, I've had to remind people, like, that doesn't mean the shows get unmade or anything. They still no. exist and are still amazing. It's, they're just not in continuity. Yeah. They're, a, Which, they're a, a Marvel continuity. They're not the Marvel continuity. And that could change too, you know, where it's yeah. like, oh, we really want Charlie Cox back. Okay, we'll get him back. Or we really want Mike Coulter back. Eh, we'll get him back then. Exactly. Exactly. And we'll and we'll deal with continuity snafus as they come up because it's not like it's the first time we've double dipped on actors. But again, yeah. we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier show is officially called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm like, ah, it's like The Falcon and the Snowman. Yeah, that 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 looks really cool. Daniel Brühl is back as Zemo, and apparently in like the little video presentation, he put on Zemo's mask and will be wearing it in the Fuck show. Yeah. Hell yes fuck yeah which also to the fact that you've brought zemo back and he's gonna fight falcon and uh, winter soldier i hope that means we're also gonna be building up to thunderbolts at some hey, point well, it's like well I... what's happened in punisher recently <laughs> where again zemo's like well i couldn't beat them on my own but i bet i could beat them if i had a team yeah oh that's gonna be cool that's gonna be and cool. again it and if like thunderbolt ross is the one who lets him out of jail imagine that yeah oh it's definitely gonna be thunderbolt ross or like someone adjacent to him Maybe Richard uh, or Rich Fortin. That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be fun to work him in? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's fun. It's interesting about this because they've said, oh yeah, you know, Anthony Mackie, he's tried on his Captain America suit and everything, but this is still called the Falcon in Captain America or in Winter Soldier, not Captain America in Winter Soldier. I imagine the show's going to be about him learn, like fully accepting that role. And by the last episode, he's going to be in that costume because it's, because they they played with that in Endgame where he's like he's gonna take the role but like he's still very unsure whether like he right. should he can live up to that role. This this will be his mission: learning to accept the role of Captain America and being like, oh no, this Zemo guy fucking sucks. I better put on the Star Spangles and kick his ass. Yeah, and that might even play into the fact that maybe he thinks like, oh, Zemo's back and everything. He had stuff to do with Winter Soldier. Bucky should really be Captain America, and maybe it leads to them sort of like not fighting over the shield but like deciding like who gets it right who will wield the shield yeah i like it should be good that's uh, again you know these are really becoming must watches uh hawkeye we got some more word on that with jeremy redder and oh boy do you like the matt fraction run because we like the matt fraction run kate bishop is gonna be in this show and also look we took the font from the comics too <laughs> oh yeah i'm so happy about that I mean, really, why would you make a Hawkeye show if you weren't just going to do the Fraction stuff? And Hawkeye, the Fraction run, is so perfect for television. Yeah, well, as well, like, it's apparently going to be set between in the five years between Infinity War and Endgame. And we're going to oh. explore his life as Ronan as well. So I imagine it might have, mm. a, like, it might sort of try and combine those two with like him cool. him living on his own in like an apartment with like pizza dog and so you get to have him being sad and shitty but also let him have a happy ending with his family yeah and he and he maybe and i have to imagine like because he's no longer hawkeye at that point 
I imagine there's going to be a woman running around that's like using uh, a bow and she's like it's Kate Bishop but she's not doing a good job so he's like I might I as well yeah I might as well teach her <laughs> also too the most important thing tracksuit Dracula's yes yes Dracula's. bro bro Kate- yes <laughs> bro hot guy bro look look, marvel whoever does the casting you really should bit cast the tracksuit dracula cronies and all i'm saying bro is me and matt bro be tracksuit draculas i will bring my own tracksuit i have several tracksuits please let me get punched by jeremy renner That's all I will pl- can we can we make that a campaign, Matt? Can we have you and me cast as tracksuit Draculas in the upcoming Hawkeye show? I think with our you know small amount of B list internet fame that we have, we can make that happen. <laughs> I don't want a big part. I don't even want a walk on part. Shit, I don't even need a stunt double. Jeremy Renner can just punch me in the face as hard as he wants. <laughs> just let me be on this show. Just let me hold that to my chest. <laughs> But yeah, Hawkeye should be great, and I really, I really hope this opens people's eyes because I know a lot of people who don't read comics are like Hawkeye. Why, why is Hawkeye getting a show? Because he's secretly great. Yeah, he he's had some really great runs, and again, that Matt Fraction run is maybe one of the best. And the fact that they're just straight up adapting it is really, really cool. Yeah, wonderful touch on his family too. And this, I mean, I guess it's a show, so you can do as much as you want. Like, I want him to be like, yeah, I was in the circus of crime. Yeah my brother barney and my shitty adopted father Swordmaster. i i will i have to imagine they'll touch they'll touch on that or maybe even like lean into it where it's like yeah after my my real family my my wife and kids and everything got snapped i like obviously got depressed became ronan and that led me back to like the circus of crime and all that sort of stuff and yeah that could even be season two stuff if you don't want to yeah. touch on that him being like oh i got my family back i'm so great oh no my dad and my brother are back now and oh shit i have to well, team back up with kate again also like not not to like like get people hyped but it'd be really cool as well like now that you got mutants back you can do thieves guild and like bring in gambit and like all those people and like black cat and stuff like that Oh, the tease guild. Oh, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> I like it, Matt. I like it a lot. Yeah, oh, that'd be uh, so cool. And uh, hey, from, you know, one tier member of the Avengers to another, uh, we got our first word on Black Widow coming out sooner than we think, coming out sooner than all this other stuff. Less than a year away. Less than a year away, we're getting Black Widow. It's going to be a prequel. Mm-hmm. No, duh. Sip, sip, after... Uh after uh, before the events of captain america civil war right and so we're gonna finally figure out what happened in bucharest yeah or budapest yeah it it looks pretty cool did you see the piece of art andy park did with her fighting taskmaster taskmaster looks cool yes i love the fact that taskmaster is going to be the villain in this one also too david harbour probably as the russian captain america red guardian he he's pretty much confirmed his character's name is alexi that was red guardian's name he says he has a complicated relationship with captain america he's all but i imagine he's going to be he's a big guy i imagine he's he's going to be like a retired red guardian or something like red guardian from like the 80s or something right or russian super soldier serum keeps him young yeah something like that maybe he's just like just like really big i remember people saying it's like oh he's a big guy maybe he's just gonna be ursa major i'm like that's typecasting <laughs> <laughs> don't he's be just a sizes. Big bear. <laughs> 
I mean, also, I love, too, that he was playing so coy all week leading up to this. Where it's like, yeah. hey, are you the thing? Are you the thing in Fantastic Four? Can't talk about it. <laughs> I, so, I, yeah. I would have just said yes. <laughs> so, yes, he had a Marvel role, but not the Marvel role you thought. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like a really cool film. we got um, Yelena Belova in it as well. Yes. Uh, apparently, there was like a fight clip between her and Black Widow, which was really good right her red room sister which a lot of people are beginning to theorize okay so black widow is dead and scarlett johansson is acting a fool on social media maybe we could replace her with her blonde sister and that way we get a blonde black widow like we did in the comics i have the feeling we do because they cast like a really young actress i her name's florence something she's in like she was in fighting with my family and that new midsummer and she's she's getting really big at the moment also, too, as someone brought up, hey, wouldn't it be interesting? We're, we're all thinking it's going to be like the Red Widow or something or someone to, you know, take up the Widow mantle. What if it's the Unstoppable Wasp? What if it's Pym's uh, illegitimate daughter? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Wouldn't that be some shit? Just ha ha ha. This is actually connected to Ant-Man, everybody. You <laughs> didn't know it. Ant-Man 3, she comes back and Pym's like, oh, I had another daughter I didn't know about. Yeah, Michael Douglas does, did fuck around, so... Oh no, Michael Douglas! What do I do now? Yeah, yeah. What what what's really interesting as well? They didn't like announce the casting for Taskmaster, so I'm wondering no, if they're maybe just gonna do like how it's in like the comics. You never see his like real face, and it's just yeah. someone. And like, maybe they'll just get like a voice actor to play Masters. Keith David is Taskmaster. That'd actually be pretty cool. He's really good. He would be perfect. Tim Curry is Taskmaster. <laughs> and he, and he, does, he does his Pennywise the Clown voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Black Widow. Everything floats down here in Russia. <laughs> there. See? I've, I've written an amazing movie. You can't tell me I have uh, Doctor Strange got probably the biggest announcement. Mm-hmm. His sequel, In the Multiverse of Madness, which, you know, for everyone... Who was maybe a little bored by the original Doctor Strange, thought it maybe played a little too safe, which I personally did. Don't worry, because the next one they say is going to be a horror movie. Yeah, and if the title didn't give it away, the title is an actual reference to John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, and yeah. if, if if it's anything like that film, it's going to be fucking insane. Which I am totally down for, because, you know, the best thing that that Doctor Strange movie had going for it was its trippiness and given the fact that the director made horror movies before he made this mm-hmm. yeah okay it's in his wheelhouse and, and and as well the villain is apparently nightmare or nightmare factors into it which makes sense because he's been getting a real push in comics lately indeed uh, it also makes me think like oh are we actually putting baron mordo on the back burner now for this one which i'm fine with that anyway ah uh, they'll build him up in this movie he'll be he'd definitely be in it He's, he's got to be the Joker. It's like, no, you got to fight me in the third movie because I'm the one villain people know you have. <laughs> Which, man, as I said in that Doctor Strange, you know, Baron Mortar was just so affable and such a cool dude. I was genuinely disappointed when he became a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Chiwetel Ejiofor, damn good actor. Yeah, just a cool dude. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. And we also got, like, the casting dudes that uh, Wanda Maximoff will be uh, teaming him up with him in this film which is perfect it also they say this takes place directly after the events of wandavision so you gotta watch wandavision yeah wandavision was another thing that was announced and apparently it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen again it's probably just going to be adapting the vision book uh by tom king maybe which, 
which that's fine because it's still probably the best thing he's written yeah they of course it will be changed because like it's got wonder and everything in it and vision is like dead now so yeah we'll have to figure that out I, yeah. is this going to be her trying to resurrect the, him is she going to fuck with reality and house of exit trying to bring him back the, well my theory is that like she like one a uh, vision doesn't actually exist and it's all in wanda's head because like the his loss like like broke her a, right. like more loss in her life and it like broke her and she, it's or it lives in her powers because her their powers were connected mm. so she she's like kind of gone crazy with it and maybe even someone like monica rambo might be able to help her because monica rambo is in the fucking film which is amazing that's like oh yeah she's aged up we totally got spectrum now everybody you got captain marvel and we got spectrum yeah i wonder if they're gonna include like blue marvel in it that would be fun too to get him in there at some point then you basically got a whole ultimates team ready to go eventually yeah but yeah, so I'm actually super stoked for this Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, it, it sounds really cool. Yeah, I'm all for that. But uh, we're not done yet. We got two more earth-shattering announcements. <laughs> uh, the next one was Taika Watiti took the stage and said, oh, I guess what? I'm back for uh, Thor 4, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but my Akira movie got, got delayed. <laughs> yeah. It might not get made Hitler... now. <laughs> yeah, but please see my Hitler movie, though. <laughs> I know it's a hard sell, but please go see my Hitler yeah, I movie. Play Hitler. I promise. <laughs> I promise it will be charming. <laughs> but yeah, Thor Four is called Love and Thunder, and I'm like, man, that sounds like a '80s Ronnie James Dio song. Also, the theme of this movie will be Rainbow in the Dark by Ronnie James Dio. Yes, they they played they played it on on stage. <laughs> man. I love that this series just became so self-aware and just knows it's shit now. <laughs> it knows it's shit. The, 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 the logo as well looked really cool. It looked like a He-Man logo. Like like an old yes, 80s He-Man logo you'd see on like the ads. Did you ever think that Thor, which you know I think people were lukewarm on when it came out. Personally, I loved the Brandon one, but I'm weird like that. Did you think that this would be the series that would continue and be the first one to get a fourth installment? I I honestly didn't. I thought it would probably be like Captain America. Uh, but yeah, this is awesome. I I, I, yes. I couldn't be more happy. I love Thor as a character. Same. He's only gotten better. Yeah, yeah. In comics and uh, like movies at the moment it's an amazing time to be a thor fan and also you're probably wondering well wait how can thor be here if he's also in the guardians of the galaxy well the answer is we're going to be getting more than one thor now because natalie portman came out picked up the hammer we're getting jane foster thor as well yeah they paid her a, a godly amount of money probably to to be in this film because oh, yeah. she wasn't actually in endgame that was all like like pr- no. like pre pre-made stuff for like thor the dark world um she's she's had a contentious relationship with disney and marvel which i cannot blame her for because if they gave me such weak sauce romantic uh love interest stuff in the two movies i was actually in yeah i would have slept walk through shit too yeah and as well with this is it doesn't appear like or we don't know yet that like uh what's her name that really annoying one from the first two thor oh, films Kat Dennings. yeah she ain't coming back though if she did i think i have to think she'll probably be pretty good especially under taika watiti's writing yeah i want to see taika watiti's version of well, yeah, what the fuck was her denise or something oh, like I, I don't fucking know <laughs> i can't I remember know. it's Kat, just so so forgetful cat cat dennings playing cat dennings yeah is all it is yeah i would be interested to see taika watiti's take on her like she actually has a great job now like she's gotten like super rich in between <laughs> movies or something <laughs> 
<laughs> like something really funny. Like again, like if you can make Korg and all those other characters work. Yeah. So yeah, th- this is so cool, and I can't wait to see this. We get more Valkyrie as well as as they call her King of Asgard, but it doesn't make any much sense because she's she's queen. G- gender neutral man. I guess so. Uh, yeah. So gender neutral <laughs> ruler of Asgard hey. of New Asgard. Hey, you know of new asgard which i which i like they call it new asgard because i really thought they were going to call it asgardia and take some pointers from like this Trzinski stuff mm-hmm. where it's like oh yeah asgard's a thing but we're just above broxton ohio now in a space station or we're just above that little fishing village i was i was kind of hoping they would do that too and like like build up to something like fear itself like sort of thing yeah. where like asgard gets attacked and everything i imagine they might they can still do they that could. A lot of places you could go there. They also say, too, that uh, Valkyrie's new mission in this movie is that she's looking for a queen of her own. I'm like, oh, so that's why it's Love and Thunder, because it's a love story. Yeah, that's a really interesting title, and I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with all these characters. Especially, like, like as we mentioned before, like Thor is in Guardians as well, but he's, he's going to be in this film because it's, it's named after him. Um so like if the guardian's gonna be in this is he just i hope there's like a joker is like ah oh, the guardians like left me on the planet they did <laughs> they, they did me him after like the first week yeah they got sick of him and it's like oh, God, can we please dump this guy back on asgard <laughs> you, you know there's gonna be a bit like that or like oh hey could the, the couldn't the guardians come make it now nah, they were busy <laughs> they're not answering my calls yeah they're not answering my calls we get like a little bit there of chris prapping like no <laughs> what it's not like it's life or death or anything <laughs> they uh they didn't announce who the villain was going to be for this did they no i don't think so wouldn't it be interesting if we got like gore the god butcher or something like that if you're if you're already rating jason aaron's idea ben you I, might as well i have gore the god I, butcher. I have to imagine they are because because taiko Atsidi did say he's like was reading that and i imagine like Hela has uh, the necro sword yeah i imagine um uh mighty thor isn't the only thing he gleaned from that yeah they will be like we'll get gore the god butcher or someone something like that this is great news too about doing the female thor because i know it's going to make some of the most worst behaved aspects of comic book fans on the internet absolutely piss their britches so you know that it it already is i've got to show you this one thing about like when taika said that that thor is thor and jane foster is the mighty thor people seem to think that this role was created for portman for this film and they're like it's been in comics for quite a number of years now it's like yeah but it was made after that she was in the film so it was made for her i'm like it 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 wasn't but okay (laughs) whatever you have to tell yourself man and i and i do mean man because you know that's probably what you are also you know don't you feel nostalgic for this matt for the shitstorm that i'm sure we'll have to live with until the movie comes out doesn't it doesn't it take you back to the halcyon days of 2014 when all of this was new (laughs) everything new or everything old is new again uh time is repeating itself if I could save time in a bottle, I wouldn't do this shit again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Thor. Thor is going to be great. I'm literally in love with everything they've announced about this so far. Cannot come soon enough. I know. It's coming like next year or the year after or something. Some ridiculous time. 2021, which yeah. goddamn, we're already going to be in Star Trek times at that point. The year is 2021. <laughs> 
Joel and Matt braved the hellscape <laughs> to make it to the Megaplex so they could watch Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> the Killbots were on the streets, but luckily the Juggalos whose makeup allowed them to trick the government's <laughs> yeah, facial <we> technology. <laughs> took it to the megacorps and defended them. Thank you, Juggalo Defenders. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, they said. <laughs> and then they took off their shirts and jumped through some barbed wire, because it's what they do. They're superhuman, don't you know? Uh, and, you know, like, obviously, like, this was a huge jam-packed show, and it's like, oh, well, how could you possibly have more than this? This is, like, massive and amazing. What, what could you possibly have next to top this, Matt? What did they have? What did they have? They they announced they they well firstly they announced or Kevin Feige announced that that they are doing Black Panther two all those movies he mentioned Fantastic Four and X Men so they're they're in development development. Uh, and then he's like oh there's one more thing we got Mahershala Ali out on stage and he's playing Blade. Holy shit! I am gen- what a genuine surprise yeah. that no one called. Like no one knew anything about. That, this. That's, this what Kev- that's what Kevin. That's what Kevin says. Like I'm surprised. Like no one like leaked this. So like like this was wasn't like theorized. Well, I think it's because we've been theorizing Blade for so long. Is like what what took Marvel so long? Because Blade was an actual like bankable uh, franchise before even the days of the connected Marvel cinematic universe. So the fact that it took them this long, I think we thought that blade was going to be a Disney plus show or a Netflix show, but he got a movie. Yeah. He's, he's got a movie. We don't know literally anything besides Mahashala Ali is in it. And apparently what more do you need to know? Yeah. And that's going to be the first movie of phase five. Cool. And yeah, I like that. Cool. I, I am more than happy that uh, blade gets his own movie again as he should as he really really should also hey that means vampires and monsters and shit like that exist in the marvel universe and with doctor strange being a horror movie that means there's a whole paranormal side of the universe we haven't even seen yet that i feel is going to be the um uh the springboard for this like we set all this stuff up in doctor strange like five movies ago and now it's paying off in in blade because vampires are real yeah I'd, I'd love as well as like ever like blade comes in and like everyone's like hey we didn't know vampires existed in this world vampires don't exist they're not real and it's like blade's like you're welcome yeah you're welcome i help <laughs> you haven't seen them because of me <laughs> goddamn suckhead some motherfuckers always try to ice skate uphill <laughs> Everyone keeps saying, too, it's like, oh, can Wesley Snipes be in here in any way? Can he be, like, the new Whistler? To which everyone's like, you don't really want Wesley Snipes to be in this. He has a lot of problems he's dealing with. They'll have to CGI his eyes open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but apparently apparently this movie happened just because Mahershala Ali just called up Kevin Feige and was like, I want to play Blade. And this was just after (laughs) he won that Academy Award recently. And they're like, right, okay whatever you want man we don't even care we're double dipping in luke cage we we fucking sold those costumes you can be whatever you want oh yeah that's like another thing we did talk about they were like auctioning them off on on the show floor of yep. comic-con yep. they're just like these are the costumes have them man what i wouldn't have given to be able to buy a luke cage hoodie oh uh, I, I would i would love like daredevil helmet or something yeah oh no my head's too big my head's bigger than charlie cox's crap <laughs> Well, it'll look nice on the mantle, though. But yeah, that's great to know that if you just catch Kevin Feige on the right day and be like, hey, can I be X? He'll be like, sure. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, cool. He's he's like a leprechaun. You got to catch him, but once you catch him, you get to be cast as whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you get one wish. <laughs> can, can I be Galactus? Yeah, whatever. It's going to be mostly CGI anyway. Yeah, sure, you can be Galactus. You can do the motion capture. <laughs> you get one phage wish, but only one. Uh, and on that note, Matt, I think we've actually talked about all of Comic-Con, and we're about as long as we normally are when we do one of these shows. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, it, was a, it was a lot to, to unpack and digest. And there's still going to be stuff coming out, too, in the oh, next yeah. couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, we got but, D23 uh, next month. Oh, yeah, oh, that's only just next month. Yep. Okay, so what are we thinking for D23? Trailers, naturally. Maybe trailers. I know there's probably going to be, like, like, guardians stuff like they're gonna officially announce those films and everything maybe unpack a little bit of phase five since blade is the first film in that maybe maybe more blade stuff like director or something um we're gonna be getting star wars stuff there i know we're getting mandalorian stuff like trailers and stuff like that so that's pretty cool i i am all for the mandalorians yeah and uh, yeah, I guess on that note, everyone, we can start bringing the show to a close. Uh, Matt did some new audio wizardry, so if this show sounded excellent, you can thank him. <laughs> I tried. I tried. He tried his best. But uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, uh, as always, you can find the show over on Patreon first. We usually record this Sunday night, so it usually goes up there around midnight when we're done. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Everyone else, the video version that you're probably watching right now goes up on YouTube Wednesday at 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, the audio version, completely adless audio version, uh, goes up on SoundCloud and iTunes and all other adjoining audio apps on the Thursday. So, you know, never, never miss a beat, never miss the show. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching and listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see you again next time, everyone, for a show that probably won't be as jam-packed as this. <laughs> yeah. All right, so good looking out, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.